Welcome to the Darlington Extra podcast channel, working with communities, staff and partners to provide positive outcomes. Hi, welcome to Darlington Extra podcast channel. My name's Brooke Hodgkiss and I'm the Academy Coordinator for Darlington Borough Council. This podcast is about being a social work apprentice in Darlington. We've just started recruitment for our fifth cohort and recently celebrated our first graduates from this work-based route into social work. So we'll start with some, uh, some introductions. Hi everyone, so I'm Charlotte Swainston. I am currently a newly qualified social worker in um, the Children's Assessment and Safeguarding in Darlington. Hello, I'm Cheryl Johnson. I am a newly qualified social worker and I'm on the Looked After Through Care team in Darlington. Brilliant. Well, lovely to have you here. So, why did you want to do the social work apprenticeship? We'll start with you, Charlotte. So for me, I wanted to do the social work apprenticeship as a bit of a career progression as well. Um, I've I've been a family support worker and worked in Dalton for for many years in different roles, but just didn't quite have um, the social work title. So what I wanted to do um, was the apprenticeship route because it was paid for as well in terms of financially. I was supported, um, you know, to do that whilst we were training. So for me, the apprenticeship route was the best option. Perfect. And what about you, Cheryl? Mine's not too dissimilar to Charlotte's. So I've been in social care since going back to about 2008. Worked in Durham as a social work assistant and then over to Darlington in 2013 as a reviewing officer on the um, adult learning disability team. And I pretty much felt as though I was doing the job of a social worker, just not being paid for it and not having the recognition of the title for it. So it was just, it felt like a natural progression to to go on to do me me degree. Brilliant. And what was the process like when you applied for the apprenticeship? I was was kind of a bit of a whirlwind, really. Um, we were the first cohort of apprentices, so the expression of interest came around via email. But I think we only had a couple of days to apply for it, which is very different to today because I know the email goes out months in advance. Um, so. We both quickly completed our application forms and then got an interview through at um, Sunderland University, went through there. I think we were on different days, actually, Charlotte and I um, got through that. And then we had an internal interview with Darlington um, and then got through that as well. So that was pretty much it. It was it was done and dusted within a few weeks. Um, I know it takes a bit longer now and there is more information available. And also, if people are thinking of applying, then they can always come to me and Charlotte because we've been there, we've done that and we, we're full of information. So, yeah. Oh, that's great. That's really kind. Uh, what about you, Charlotte? Yeah, I would agree. I think it was a little bit different for us as that first cohort. We were going into it a little bit blind, to be honest, not having a, a clue what was in store, what the apprenticeship looked like. We were just going on good faith that, you know, we were going to be well supported um, if we were successful. So, yeah, I, I would agree with everything that Cheryl said. Perfect. And what was it like once you actually started the apprenticeship? Uh, we'll stay with you, Charlotte. I think it's... 
it was overwhelming at first for me. I don't know how Cheryl feels, but there was a lot of information to sort of take on board. There was a lot trying to, to figure out your diary in terms of managing um, the balance between work and study. Um, but I think what we quickly found out was that, you know, it, it wasn't about that balance of work and study. We were full time studiers, but it was the capacity of what we were doing it in was just a little bit different to what we expected. So once got your head around that, you know, it, it felt more manageable if you felt really supported I felt like a proper student rather than that I was just working four days and doing the apprenticeship on on the other um so you know once that was set up it was fine um we had our first year which was mainly assignment based tasks there was no placement in our second year we had a placement um I moved over into adults with learning disabilities at first I was a little bit worried about that I've always come from a children's background um and I was a bit apprehensive about going into adults but I'm so glad that I did because I thoroughly loved it like I thought it was fantastic it was a great opportunity to learn um And my second placement was where I'm at now. So it was in children's assessment and safeguarding and lots of learning, lots of different opportunities as well, which was fab. I think we had difficulty um, for us because we were learning. So I think the pandemic started, I think, probably just shortly after we'd started as well. So we went into COVID and lockdown um, so that really it changed the the delivery of what the apprenticeship looked like to be honest looking back yes it was really difficult but I quite preferred it I liked the online um, learning I liked not having to to drive up to Sunderland all the time it worked quite well for me but I know it it was a nice mix to be able to then reach that point where we were able to go back in and do learning face-to-face again Um, we just managed it at the time you know we were well supported yeah. Oh, brill. And what about you, Cheryl? I'm not sure what I can add to that. Um, <laughs> pretty much uh, mirror what Charlotte's just said. The first year was definitely the hardest. Um, it was hard, like she said, trying to manage your caseload and your assignments. It's all new to you, so you're not really sure how... When you've been used to writing in a person-centred way within your assessments and then you have to write academically for your assignments it's quite difficult to to move over to that um but we did it and we continued to do it and year two was easier and year three was easier again um the placements you know sometimes there was a few little bits here and there to sort out uh but they all did get sorted out. You've got a good team around you. You've got the university. You've got Newbrook. You've got um, your practice educator as well. You're on placement, your team managers. There's loads of people you can go to. And Charlotte's glaring at me because I keep offering our, our support. <laughs> but we are both here. We are. We really are here. If anybody wants to speak to us about anything, another tip I would give you is that A690, if you have to go up there to get from home to uni and back, be careful of your speed because there is speed vans. <laughs> the speed vans parked on there on a regular basis, as me and Charlotte are both aware. Um, but yeah, we we managed our time and we got there we qualified we here so yeah and that comes brilliantly onto my next uh, question how does it feel now that you're all completed and graduated fabulous <laughs> it, feels, <laughs> it feels really good uh, it 
it can be hard you know mm. now you're qualified you've got that ticky box and there's that responsibility there but it's also not that much different to prior to being qualified if that can make any sense it, you're yeah. still doing the job I've moved from adults to children so it's a really big difference there it's just it gives you that title you know you can log on to a meeting and when you're introducing yourself it's you know I'm Cheryl, social worker for such and such. It um, it gives you that sense of achievement and yeah. that you you've got the label of what you're actually doing instead of saying you know I'm a reviewing officer and people saying what's that. Um, it it it's a good feeling. It, it's hard. We've just we've just been talking about you know our cases prior to recording this because you need to offload. You need to get it off your chest, but we're doing it and we we thriving so yeah totally and what about you charlotte yeah absolutely over the moon like it for somebody who i've always viewed myself as not being very academic like to me it was a big thing going for the apprenticeship and having to do assignments and you know at that university level um so i'm just pleased to say that i've i have i've done it i've achieved that and i i got really good marks as well which I never thought I was going to do so I'm absolutely over the moon Um, a little bit like Cheryl as well so it's great as well in terms of confidence like we are qualified now and I think that for me it's opened up a lot of different doors in terms of my own reflections and you know what that responsibility so I, I think similar to Cheryl I went into it thinking yeah I was doing like similar to the social work role um doing the training and now qualifying I, I was nowhere near that level and I didn't have the understanding as well in terms of what underpinned the social workers jobs and you know wh- where things come from and I find that that's now what what definitely drives me in my work like I'm constantly thinking about the PCFs you know you the standards everything like it's so fresh and it's there um you know so it's just a journey that I'm looking forward to to continuing with really um it, it's it's really made me think about um learning and you know aspiring to go on to do more things as well so yeah it's something that I would like to continue with so I've I've done my apprenticeship but looking at lots of other different options in terms of progression and and learning as well oh that's so nice to hear well congratulations on graduating um and those that are maybe thinking about or starting the social work apprenticeship what's the best bit of advice you would give to somebody I would say if you, if you're thinking about it and this is something that you really want to do, then absolutely go for it. Like, don't doubt your ability. You'd be so well supported while you're doing, um, you know, the course. You're supported not only from the university in terms of academics, but from um, Darlington themselves. You know, it's it's been a really good process to go through. So just continue with it. Like, if it's something that you're passionate about and you're really wanting to to pursue and get that career. Um, and progression like do it don't, don't let don't let it hold you back but you will need a lot of support along the way from um from other people and managing that work-life balance as well brilliant and Cheryl mine would be if you're thinking about doing it just do it it's it's daunting but it is so worth it um and then if you start it my advice would be <clears throat> understand and expect to feel overwhelmed 
to begin with, but you will get through it. It I don't know any of the apprentices that have started and haven't had that sense of feeling overwhelmed and, you know, I've got me work to do, I've got me assignments to do, um, but you get there. It all comes together. It ends up just being your new life and part of it. And then three years flies by and you're where we're at today. Just do it. Oh, I love that. You know, really good advice, you know, from both of you. And I know it's been a real journey for both of you. So, you know, for it to be a positive, overwhelming at times experience, you know, like you've done it, you're doing it. Um, It's been so lovely to hear about your experiences uh, doing the social work apprenticeship. Uh, And just to add, like I've said a million times, I'm so proud of you. We're so proud of you. Um, You know, and being our our guinea pigs as well, our first apprentices. You've been inspiring and it's been really lovely to see you grow into fabulous practitioners. Best of luck with your careers. You've been listening to the Darlington Extra podcast on our Darlington Extra podcast channel. For more great content, make sure you subscribe now.